Welcome everybody to another episode of Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, before we get into the normal banter of the week and starting off our show in the proper way that we normally do, um, we'd like to pay our respects to Leon White, uh, known in the professional wrestling world as Vader, Big Van Vader. Uh, earlier today, we recorded this on a Wednesday, so earlier today it was announced that he has passed on and gone to the big wrestling ring in the sky with Macho Man and Mr. Fuji and Yokozuna and Bruiser Brody, but uh, we'd like to pay our respects to him with a 10-bell salute. Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back to Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 385. I am one of your hosts, Dave the Rave, and you can go follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Go check us out. Past episodes, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Also, make sure you go check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Give us an email. Email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Buy every single t-shirt there over and over again. As I said before, on Twitter, at marking out. I am alongside here with Chris and Brandon. Go follow Chris on Twitter. Quiz. At Chris. Quiz. At Quiz Dog. And you can go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Chris, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Dave? I'm doing good. And Brandon, how art thou? I am doing awesome as always. Yeah. So, I mean, as everybody has heard already, unfortunately, we found out today that Vader passed away. Um, I guess he passed away on Monday, and it was due to he had chronic pneumonia. He had pneumonia, and then he's been dealing with a heart condition. Uh, he had uh, atrial fibrillation. So, very upsetting news. There's no doubt that this he's a legend of pro wrestling. Um, All famous, correct. Even, not yet. Not yet. All right. Well, next year he'll be a Hall of Famer. And, and it's so it's kind of stu- it's kind of stupid that like he's not in there yet, especially since they knew he was only given two years back in I think 2016. Really? And well, due to the heart thing, and I, I mean, apparently it's this wasn't anything to do with that, but it was more so because of the pneumonia. But well, the pneumonia definitely had can start to have some heart complications with it. But even still, I, I had no idea that they actually had a. Um, yeah, no, we definitely, on. we definitely, we definitely spoke about that back in 2016, I believe. Maybe so, but that still doesn't even uh, come close to helping, like lessening the blow of ever hearing about a passing. 
And it was just so unfortunate. What do you guys say? Is this it? Vader's up there with potentially the best wrestler over 300 pounds. No, I 100%. Yeah. Like the fact, the fact that he can get up to the top rope and do a moonsault in general and, and be entertaining as hell in every single match that he's been in. Yeah. I, I mean, I first got glimpses of him in WCW when I was a little kid, but I didn't really watch it. I just saw him with his mask and I thought it was like, Oh, this is interesting, but I didn't know anything of him. Yeah, and going. Uh huh. I was gonna say going back to like watch clips. I don't. I don't know if there would have been a Cactus Jack without a Vader. Well, that Cactus would Jack would have had his ear. Yeah. <laughs> would have had his ear still, but yeah. I mean, and then it go like I was first really exposed to Vader when he, I guess, invaded WWF with I think it was Jim Cornette. And so it was it. It wasn't on Baywatch? No. Nah. Um, or, or Boy Meets World for me, at least. No, I, I knew him before Boy Meets World. But when he came in, he was dominant. He took out Gorilla Monsoon, got suspended, and then he just demolished Ken Shamrock. I mean, I mean the guy's a powerhouse. and He was on Boy Meets World after. I mean, before he came to WWF, by the way. Then I must have known him before then. Yeah, but the guy he he really played a huge impact in so many current wrestlers' careers, uh, and influenced a lot of people. So it just, it just sucks. Yeah, I went and uh, I went and played two K eighteen, beat up Sting as Vader today, and I, I forgot I forgot I popped big time because he has the the helmet, the Mastodon helmet. Oh, mm-hmm. nice! And it's like. I hope that's in in 2K19s as well. Nah. Chris, you said you cried a little? No, Brandon cried a little bit. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Nah. But our condolences to all of the family, his family and friends. And, um, yeah, we're, he's always going to be remembered. Amen. Yeah, and uh, get him into the Hall of Fame. It's going to happen. Do you it, have... it, sucks. it sucks because it's like WWE doesn't typically do two people who have passed away in one class. And it's like... Next year, with it being in New York, New Jersey, I think 100% Bam Bam Bigelow should be there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I agree. Another one of the best big guys of all time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hate to put Vader off another year. The guy, he should have been inducted a few years ago. 100%, yeah. Especially with this induction of Stan Hansen, where you, I mean, once I think everybody thinks that he's already inducted because he did that introduction for Stan Hansen. So everybody's automatically thinking, oh, he's inducted already, right? Yeah, it was weird. WWE posted, like, photographs of Vader to remember him. And then, like, they posted, like, two or three photographs of him standing behind or in front of the uh, the Hall of Fame, like, entranceway. So it kind of, like, made it seem like he was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just, not. they never get easy, you know? And as we get older, we're going to be seeing a ton of wrestlers that we grew up watching pass away and it's just it's never easy seeing these wrestlers that you watch for so long and played such an impact in your life and just really so many of these wrestlers pretty much all of them i think i could speak for every pro wrestling fan out there has taken us into another world at times away from all of the 
stuff that we all have to deal with and the reality of everything it just brought us to another dimension where we didn't have to worry or think about anything but besides whatever was taking place in that ring and it's it's never going to be easy yeah so um all right so let's move on from that uh we did have a pay-per-view this past weekend but before money in the bank we had wwe nxt takeover chicago 2 yeah yeah taking place at the all-state arena in rosemont illinois the former rosemont horizon right i can't confirm that okay but it would make sense what kind of reporter are you (laughs) Uh, well i mean i don't have that doesn't one that doesn't get paid (laughs) i don't have the former name of every single building it, it was it was it was the Rosemont Horizon, yes. All right, good. If you told me, oh, like, oh, this event was at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden or whatever, the Hulu gimmick, I could be like, oh, yes, there is with the gimmick. It folks. used to be called the Theater at Madison Square Garden or the, uh, oh, what was it? Was it the Fillmore? The Fillmore? I don't know. Yeah, but Back anyway, the- anyway, Brandon uh, predicted everything right here. Five every match. single match? All five of them, yeah. Every single and match. What, and you guys didn't, like, what would you guys get wrong? Uh, me and Dave both got the street fight wrong. Oh. Yeah, but we started the night off hot, which was the, I'd like to call this, like, the ultimate indie tag team match ever. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was outstanding. You had Undisputed Era picking up the win over Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. But, like, this made every indie fan, like, independent wrestling fan that, is that just the generic in the kick 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 oh no cell kick dive to the outside uh, uh you know two count oh my god picks him up uh uppercut take team finisher two count kicks out again strong style moves somebody I, that like that was the entire match it was awesome don't get me wrong and it was a smart way to start off the event but i'm just saying that it was a super indie match Sign me up for a super indie. I don't Sign think it was it. super indie though. I thought it was extremely. I don't see indie. it like that. I, and it, it sucks with this match. It's like there was like no, absolutely no way that Undisputed Era were gonna lose. Yeah. But like you see, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch out there killing it, and it's like, damn, I wish they were tag team champions. And I hope for them to get used more and more and come uh, take over Brooklyn Four. In August, I hope they're booked on the show. Yeah, because no. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Lorcan and Birch. Yeah, so am I. I was a fan of Owen Lorcan even when he came in. He was yeah, like, really? as soon as Biff Busick came to WWE, it's like you get more and more exposed to him, and it's like I saw him at that at the the house show at uh, at the theater at Madison Square Garden that NXT did the live event. Sorry, mm-hmm. and it's like, damn, it's just like he's such a good talent. I, I don't really know him from the indies too much. I, like, I, Of course, I've seen clips of Biff Busick and stuff like that, but I've never been able to catch on to him, really. But now that I'm seeing, being exposed to him a lot more on NXT, I am, I am a huge fan. And same thing with Danny Burch. I love their style of wrestling, and I really enjoy what they bring to the table. And I think that this was a really good match, and I agree with Chris that this was a great opener. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's, you- like, it's like to... To see um, Kyle O'Reilly working with Roderick Strong so well as a tag team, as opposed to uh, Bobby Fish, who's injured, it's like this is—it's good. Adapt or perish, right? That was the whole yeah. uh, 
yeah, thing. You kept the show going super hot. Next up, you had Ricochet, as we all predicted, beating Velveteen Dream. Hands down, this was my favorite match of the night. And Dude, th- this match and it, made it, me a fan of Ricochet. Like, I always thought Ricochet was good. You know, he was a performer. And, you know, Brand- and Brandon, you've even said it on the show before. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, you just this is a perfect match. When we talk about the ladder match. He said, you said, oh, yeah, this is a great match for him because he could just no-sell everything. He was yeah. selling stuff in here. He yeah. was bumping. It was awesome. Big fan. All right. Let's let's clap really quick, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the no-selling stuff is just a, a term that gets very tossed around this day and age. But it's not, like, I mean, it's not though. But, I mean, on the independence, of course, Ricochet did sell and stuff at times. Yeah. I mean, he's no Leo Rush. But I think that it was a really good match, and I think that it Dude, was from start to finish. The the entrance and everything was fantastic. Yeah, can we give it up for Velveteen Dream? Velveteen uh, Dream he... comes out with the Hogan gimmick and the That's Prince Puma pants. I'm gonna stop doing that. And then like the lights are off, and you see him with the Hogan stuff. He's got the boas, the headband, the the shirt. But then he and the then Prince... the lights come on, and you realize they're Prince Puma tights and i'm like freaking out and nobody apparently on twitter knew about this yeah. I, I was like i kept like i could not stop tweeting oh my god those are Pu- prince puma tights that yeah, was like was. i that's at the 100 hands down that's my favorite part of takeover or a uh, velveteen dreams gimmick his his tights yeah no they yeah, are like every single every single time velveteen dream is is wrestling on a takeover card his tights are so – it's just it. It, it goes yeah. back to Patrick Clark getting it. I, I said it, I said it last, week, uh, last week, but Velveteen Dream can continue losing because he's just that good that we as fans recognize how good he really is. Yeah. And we also know that WWE recognizes – I think we know that WWE recognizes how good he is as well and how young of a talent Dude, he is. He wouldn't be here if they didn't. No, but but in order, but like losing especially, Ricochet, especially, and, yeah, but especially like being used to like elevate other people. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, do they, I, they I don't trust know, him. I don't know where Cassius Ono slipped to. Is he injured? Maybe I have no, no idea. He, no, he just wasn't booked. He's no, like he's they, still they there. like there was something I watched on WWE.com about him. They say like he's like a pl- he was on NXT last week. He lost to uh, EC3. Yeah, yeah, but he's like a player coach. You know, I see. I see uh, he was hanging out with uh, Kikituru backstage. Kikitaro. Kikitaro. I keep pronouncing his name wrong. Why was he backstage? Who knows, right? Yeah. Well, know. he was backstage at WWE a while ago, too. Yeah, was because it? he lives in Chicago yeah. now. Like, Kikitaro oh. doesn't live in Japan anymore. He lives uh, uh, He lives in uh, Chicago now so he can get booked more in the uh, United States. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, he was at WWE, like, a few months ago because he posted a picture of him with Stephanie McMahon on Twitter and then he posted a picture with him and Shane McMahon on Twitter. That's awesome. Like back, like backstage. Key Guitar's a man. But that's, again, that's my style of wrestling. Back to Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. Uh, the story that they told in this match, the announcers got it too. Even though Mario Ronaldo wasn't there, Vic, Ro- Vic what's the guy? Vic, that, Vic the, Joseph. Vic Joseph. He did a great job with it. The, the Hogan rock stare down that they because like they even told the story in the beginning they're like oh yeah ricochet ricochet is endorsed by the rock this that other thing and then velveteen dream comes out with the hogan they do the whole looking side to side gimmick 
Man, yeah. I was laughing so hard. Like you, you can't have a more perfect. You can't ask for anything more from that match. No, not at all. And I don't even want to. Good. Let's uh, have... Next. Yeah. Next up, you had the WWE NXT Women's Title on the line. Shayna Baszler picked up the victory over Nikki Cross. A lot of people uh, throwing shade towards this match. Why? I thought it was good. I guess a lot of people didn't enjoy it. It wasn't the greatest of matches, but like Nikki Cross, even the way like she she passed out smiling. Yeah, it, it, she she lives her gimmick. Yeah, yeah and she, she gets gimmick she, she like wakes up afterwards and she's like still smiling or whatever. And people didn't like that. I guess people I, the match. I, I I mean I could see where they're coming from. The match wasn't. It really wasn't the greatest match. What did they expect though? I mean, I, and, and I don't think. You might disagree. You probably will disagree. I don't think there's ever been a women's match in NXT that will compare to Banks and Bailey from Brooklyn. I agree with you. I agree with since you then, and I don't know if there ever will be. I agree with you on that too. I hope that that did set the bar, and these women are going to really have to pick it up to uh, get beyond that bar. But let's face it, Baszler is still fairly new with the business, so I don't expect any five-star matches out of her. Or even, like, I feel like Shayna Baszler is a solid three-star match, and anything more than a three-star match is really so. is asking it. Like, <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, anything over a three would be asking a little bit from her right now. But to put on a match with Nick Cross, I, I'm going into this thinking that it's going to be like a like a mid-card match, like a three-star rating. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like now with Nikki Cross losing to Baszler, I would have assumed maybe she'd join up with the main roster, but we'll see what happens with that. I still think she should have brought, got brought up with uh, with Sanity instead of being left down. I think so too, but like this maybe helps Nikki Cross more with her career. Like, you know how like when, when I mean – Carmella was left back down in NXT while Cass and, and yeah. Enzo went up to the main roster. So like it's like Benoit, you can't even win Cass and I don't know if I should say. No, that. no, I wasn't <laughs> trying to remember their names. I, 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 <laughs> not gonna have to remember me anymore. We'll talk about that later on the show. I, I so, just, I, I don't see Nikki Cross really uh, becoming a huge person on NXT. But, but maybe, be... maybe there's time for that. Maybe, yeah. maybe this is her time. I guess we'll find out. Uh, next up, you had WWE NXT title on the line. Aleister Black picked up the victory over Lars Sullivan, uh, retaining his championship. It was great. I, I wanted so bad for Lars Sullivan to win the championship. And at the same time, I also didn't want him to because Aleister just won it back at Mania. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Seem, it, was, it would seem like since... This, the the beginning of this year that NXT World Championship has flip flopped a lot. Well, no, it was just I mean Almas won it back in November last year and then War Games, okay, yeah, and then Alistair Black won it at, at Mania. Yeah. And who said even know if Almas was supposed to win it that night? I mean that was the what? night where McIntyre got oh, injured. Where McIntyre was injured, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they may have just called them on the fly. So who knows? I mean it could have just been a. a game time decision where they were like listen you got to go over yeah so honestly aside from that one uh dud moment from this match this match was great yeah lars Sullivan. i think lars definitely proved himself to a lot of people who were doubting him yep i agree i agree 
Um, and then your main event of the night, which should have been the main event of the night, uh, guard Tommaso Ciampa, right? Yeah. Ch- Ciampa. Champa? You that on purpose. <laughs> no, no, I no, because I, I say if I say it one way, you say it another way. You shouldn't have to correct anybody. Some people say potato. Some people say yes, potato. But his, but but his when, name is Champa. Tom, when Tommaso is telling us, my name is Champa. <laughs> yeah, his name is Champa. It's like if I said, "What's up, Chris?" Instead of Chris. Okay. Could, How do you say coffee? Coffee. Yeah, no, no, that's an accent. Okay, so maybe it's me having an accent. Nope. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Bam roasted. Um, anyway, well, you're not Tom- the only person that does that. Yeah, Tommaso Champa. Champa roasted following coffee. <laughs> yeah. um, whatever. Tommaso <laughs> beat Johnny Gargano in a street fight. Took his took his wedding ring. Sold it on eBay. Yeah, dude. I hope he had that thing insured. Yeah, that was, I, that, I that like some that. serious ring. I like that he took the w- wedding ring and everything like that. Really. It like keeps when, when this think... feud going. You don't see year-long feuds ever anymore. No. Nah. This feud has been really engrossing, really good. I mean, it gets you to the point where you kind of question whether or not Champa's going to break Gargano. Like, I, I, I think he has broken him. I thought they were going to go through the ring when he tore apart that ring and, and just exposed it to the plywood. Which is like also another like good thing that they had that because if 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 by chance there was a wrestling fan tuning in for the very first time, they saw like oh wow it's not a trampoline or it's not like thick padding there it's literally there there's plywood right there yeah yes don't try this at home. Um, I was seeing people on Twitter saying this feud has been very reminiscent of Shawn Michaels versus HBK from 2000 uh Shawn Michaels versus HBK wow um Shawn Michaels versus Triple H from 2002 where there's a series of matches oh, yeah. which then ended in the three stages of hell dude i swear to god i was going to say i i i hope at brooklyn we get a three stages of hell with them Maybe? i don't know i don't know what matches we'll see in there i don't think we'll see like a hell in a cell or something Mm-hmm. But I want, like, there has to be some definitive, like, answer. Yeah, they can't here. do steel. They have to do something new for NXT for this. But like, what? I mean, because a steel cage could potentially be in one of those stages. I know. Yeah, oh yeah, true. Three, but like, and I was thinking, like, like they 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 can't have a hell in a cell. But there has to be some sort of cage match aspect, perhaps. Why can't what they do Hell other in a Cell? I, I just don't think... Why don't they do a Kennel from Hell match? Yeah, I, I think they kind of want to erase that from WWE history. No, it's there <laughs> forever and ever. Well, like, there has to be some sort of alternate cage match that could sort of happen. I, I don't think they'll want to do, like, a War Games type of thing, obviously, because, well, they'll probably do that again down the line. No, you'll, the next time you see War Games will be on the main roster. The main roster? Yeah. Because I feel so like, they, like expe- they experimented with it. They experimented at NXT. If it goes over, then they bring it to the main roster. Hashtag Shark Cage? Yeah, Shark Cage. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know what's in store for Champa. I don't know what's in store for Gargano. That match was fantastic. As always. And just like everything. Like you had Champa getting, ta- getting taken out in a stretch or whatever. Wait, no. Did that happen? No, Johnny Gargano got taken out of stretcher. <laughs> yeah, Gargano got taken out, and Champa ripped him off. Yeah, 
So yeah, NXT Takeover, another solid takeover. I wasn't, ex- I mean, I was expecting it, but not expecting it to be like amazing. It was pretty great. Also, the uh, the kickoff panel, Pat McAfee joined again. Uh, gave him a shot. Yeah. <laughs> and what? Gave what? him a shot. I dude, he just came off as super drunk sounding, and it was weird. Maybe he did was he, drunk. Did he bring I, up anybody in the shower again? No, but the stuff he was saying was like reminiscent of. It, it was different than from the last time he was on, but it was still like out there mm-hmm. things. All right. All right. At the, that was Saturday. Sunday was WWE Money in the Bank. You kicked off on the sma- on the uh, kickoff show with the Bludgeon Brothers retaining their title over Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, which we all predicted and expected. Solid tag team match. Not going to front here. Kind of disappointed in the fact that Sanity did this, a debut. We know. It would have been the perfect moment outside of it being on the kickoff show. Yep. I agree. I mean, I think it just stinks that it was the kickoff show, um, especially because it's the tag team division that we want to see flourish <laughs> a little bit. Especially but. when, like, I, I get Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal should have 100% been a kickoff show match as yeah, well as, Reigns. right, as well as Bobby Lashley and, and Sami Zayn. Yeah, I think that could have been then a again, kickoff. But then again, it's... Bobby Lashley. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I, and in those matches too, because we really don't have to really talk that much about them. Uh, we predicted both all of the both of those writers. We all predicted Bobby Lashley to go over Sami Zayn in almost squash fashion mode. Um, oh well, hold up. Let's start with the beginning with Daniel Bryan defeating Big Cass. Great, I'm all about it. I thought it was great, I, and it, it, I you, thought... you saw the, the quicker and like you saw Daniel Bryan start to get into like the zone late in that match, and you saw Big Cass. He couldn't hold up. Dude, I thought for sure this was like a match that Big Cass needed to win and was going to maybe win. <laughs> Boy, were you wrong with that. Yeah, you it's, were. That's so disappointing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, a- Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn did absolutely nothing. It no. accomplished nothing. It's still accomplishing nothing. Six and I'm at Dude, it's it's garbage. They, there's no reason. There's they did nothing. Nothing happened. You know what? I'm happy that the bathroom break is now Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn instead of the women's match, which it was a few a few years ago. Yeah. So I'm happy that things have switched over, but unfortunately, it's Sami Zayn involvement. Hands uh, up and praise to the next match. Yeah, I see title on the line. Seth Rollins picked up the victory over Elias. Yep. I did not. I thought Elias was going to win that one, but boy, was I wrong. He came. He came quite close. Yeah, it was pretty. You know, it was. You were. Th- you'd think too. Like maybe. Like Elias is going to be something special. So much potential. It's a lot. It's a lot of potential. I was talking to. I was talking to uh, DJ Pat. I don't want to call him Fat Pat anymore because he's not fat at all. Oh, so, but it was never Fat Fat. It was Fat P H A T. I know. I, yeah. But like anyway. But Pat looks. I. I was with Pat today. He's spectacular. Um, he was saying that he thinks Elias is going to be the next John Cena. He's got the build, you know. He'll take this music gimmick as far as he can, and then evolve with it into, you know. Dude, he's releasing an album, and they cleared two Springsteen songs for him to to do. That see, there he's going to be the next John Cena. That's what Pat was saying, and I believe him. Yeah. Well, yeah. T- next time you see Pat, tell him we all say hi. I, we we spoke about it, all of us in full in full uh, detail today. <laughs> oh yeah, full detail. What does that mean? Oh, you don't you want to know? 
Pope Brandon. <laughs> his silhouette is the same. Yes, <laughs> it is. Um, what was after this uh, that Elias Rollins match? Uh, next was the Money in the Bank ladder match. Alexa Bliss defeated Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Naomi, Sasha Banks, Natalia, and Lana. We were all wrong about this. Brandon didn't like all the power bombs, but it worked. You know what? In the grand scheme of it, it works. Dude, there were a lot of power bombs in that match. How many? Like 17. Oh, good number. I know Lance Storm hated the spot. Maybe not hated it, but uh, cringed at the Ember Moon diving crossbody to Banks on the ladder. Saying that's how uh, you end your career short. Yeah. But from a fan perspective, I thought it looked great. Mm-hmm. I thought this match was really good. I thought this match was better than the, the last Women's Money in the Bank match. Because you had people that were in this match last time, and now they kind of get to flourish with the opportunity. I'm just like, and I'm completely fine with the fact that Alexa Bliss won this. It's just my, I thought for sure... Like, the only reason why Ember Moon could have possibly been in this match as the only person to be new on the main roster was to get the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, well, Alexa Bliss got it. But, yeah. And, and I'm again, that's awesome. I'm happy with that for sure. Yeah, I'm actually really happy with Alexa Bliss. I'm a huge fan of her in general. And I think that out of everyone, she could really carry this uh, – championship in division a long way so why not <laughs> i thought you were gonna say she could really carry the briefcase for a long time yeah we were wrong about that one next up dave you, you when dave brings in a match and tells the result i love it for some reason he just does a great job at it oh i thank you you're welcome so what was the next match dave <laughs> oh, oh that was, that was my <laughs> like sets you up for, for a segue and you're like oh why thank you well, I was just being praised. I thought there was more praise going on. But next up, you had Roman Reigns pick up the victory over Jinder Mahal with Daniel Singh. Don't talk about it next. I, I All right, though, next I up, you had... I don't hate that match. I didn't hate it either, but it, it's just it was like... Boring. It was boring because the feud is garbage, but it wasn't a bad match. Okay, you know what the one thing I didn't like about it was? The fans. Uh, During that because... match... You started getting the CM Punk chants, mm-hmm. and you started getting all the other weird, you know, stupid, hey, we're a bunch of marks, let's just hijack the show now chants. And I didn't appreciate that. I thought the part where Sunil came out of his wheelchair and pushed Reigns into the the turnbuckle was good. Yeah. And then how Reigns hit him with the spear, like, or spear, Superman punch. I remember spear. he got, like, uh, what is it called? Mailboxed with the, with the wheelchair. At one point, I thought that was good. So, up next for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, Carmella <laughs> retains. Oh wait, title. Dave! I, uh, Dave, me and Dave tied on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, welcome I, to the party, Dave, Dave Podaska. Oh yeah, so the me yeah, and Dave so tied Carmella. Carmella retained the championship, defeating Asuka, successfully retaining that title. But let the bigger story out of this. With the help of James Ellsworth. James it was Ellsworth, perfect. I thought it was – remember how like, like, oh, he's got to go away. He has to go away. We don't see him more. And he comes back. And you're like, man, James Ellsworth coming back. Perfect opportunity. I'm happy for it. Well, let's just see how long this run lasts. <laughs> well, I was, I was doing a show. While I was watching Money in the Bank, what show are you doing? I don't. It was late night with Broski, but I don't. There was some internet person there. 
mm-hmm. that like they knew, but like I have no idea who he is. So they they brought me on to like counter him. Oh yeah, okay. I watched this. It was awesome. Good, great job, Brandon. So so at one point, yeah, that kid was. It made no sense. He was triggered by questions that like normal people wouldn't be triggered by. All I what wanted to mean? know, like I asked him, if I ask you, if if a cat were to have a human voice, what would it sound like? Could you not give me an answer right away? Meow. I mean, it would say normal things, but but yes, yeah, yeah, so you were able to meow. give me like this. He goes, no, I'm not, I can't answer that. That's a bad faith question. A bad I can't. Faith I can't. Question? Yeah, I can't answer that. I feel like you're setting me up. Like that's not that's not a question that has an answer. And I'm like, listen, I ask everybody this question. I'm not like making fun of you or anything. I'm not trying to like one up you or anything. I just genuinely want to know if you, if if a cat were to make a noise and it's a human, what or if it had a human voice to it, what would it sound like? Yeah, yeah. But if you go back and listen to that interview, I forget at what like timestamp it is, but you could audibly hear me go. <gasps> <laughs> when James Ellsworth, when when I had the second Oscar appear, because I instantly I was like I knew who it was. And of course, yeah. And me and Dave, I, I feel. Uh huh. And me and Dave spoke about it last week on the show. Like, oh, maybe James Ellsworth doesn't have to come back, but it, it played very because well up into until, the story. Up until last week, he was booked in China. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like once he pulled from that, it was kind of like a, a given, and that was kind of bothersome because it was like I think on Saturday. They said that he has officially been withdrawn from there. But dude, like, the, uh, the pop, the pop that he got was fantastic. You're in a wrestling town. You're in Chicago. Of course he's going to get a pop like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Carmella successfully retains the title with the help of, uh, well, with the distraction of James yeah. Ellsworth. It was good. I definitely agree. Up I'm next was, say that again? I'm very happy that she won. Up next was literally, I think, one of the best last man standing matches I've ever seen for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles retained against Shinsuke Nakamura. Do you think we're finally getting, finally, uh, this the feud's over between AJ Styles I, and Nakamura? I'm not so sure about that. They kind of continued it on SmackDown, but like they also introduced a new factor to it. Yes. So, But... Do you think we finally got to that, like, Wrestle Kingdom-style match that we've all been clamoring for since WrestleMania? I think they can do it in one more match. Like, even, but, like, this match was so good. Like, the the part where AJ Styles even kicks Nakamura in the groin. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, out of nowhere and, like, unexpected that it's, like, it, it tied into the whole feud and everything. The, the phenomenal forearm through the, the announce table. It's just everything in this match was it was very, very good. Very well done on both superstars here. Yeah, and that was a cool spot. Yeah. Up next for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, you had Ronda Rousey defeat Nia Jax, the champion, via disqualification because... And if you go back and listen to that stream, you could audibly hear me gasp again... <laughs> Alexa Bliss came out and beat the heck out of Ronda Rousey with that Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, like no. <laughs> and the, and what's what's funny about this is that like the ref kept trying to take it from her, and she's like grabbing it out of his hands as if I was like I was like oh she's not gonna cash in like she's just teasing it like 
she's she's clearly just using the briefcase to beat up Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax here. She's not going to actually cash in. And then she hands the briefcase over finally and cashes in. Finally, she hits the twisted bliss. That was awesome. Yeah, me huge and, markout me and, moment. Yeah, huge markout moment. I thought, as I said, you know, her. I know we were like, oh, we wanted Ember Moon or Charlotte Flair to win, but the way that they wrote this story is to keep, a keeps the feud between Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss going, and then again adds another factor now with Ronda Rousey. Um, she is the uh, the third shortest reigning Money in the Bank briefcase holder. And she's short. Behind Dean Ambrose, who's number two, and Kane, who is number one. Yeah. Well, all three of them, I guess, cashed in the same night, obviously. Yes, they did. Also, um, well, yeah, we'll say that next, I guess. What? Uh, well, the Money in the Bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank. Braun Strowman won. I called it. Yeah, Strowman defeated Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, The Miz, Kofi Kingston, and Rusev. Uh, New Day's entrance, you come out, kind of think maybe it's Big E. Then Xavier Wood steps up, reveals his chest, says Kofi. Kofi steps up. I can't keep saying enough Kofi Kingston should have won the Money in the Bank contract. That was like literally the only dud for me for this evening was the fact that Strowman won because I don't think he needed it. I'm fine, uh, with, I'm fine with him being the, the holder of the Money in the Bank briefcase, but I don't think he needed it. I see what you're saying, and I, I agree with you. Yeah, I see what you're saying, too, but, you know, like, what so, are they going to do? Put the Intercontinental, uh, not the Intercontinental, put the tag team titles on him with the Nicholas again? No, it's like, you got to give him something, because the guy's paid his, you know, the, I, the, to me, yeah, the, guy, he, the guy's he paid his dues. He, I think he could have done so much more without the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, there he did. Like, he, there, it could have been, like, another... There could have been another path carved out to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, rather he does. than oh, I have a contract. I get a match now. I have yeah, cash in whenever I want. It's he kind can't of cash in whenever he wants. The champion's never there. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a throwaway. <laughs> this is, because this is what happened he, last year. Yeah, it's kind of like a throwaway because he doesn't need that briefcase right now. He could have Balor or someone else that could have used that a little bit more than Braun. Braun, yeah, even like Balor could have like Balor could have stepped up huge here and been like. I'm the money in the bank contract holder. I want Lesnar or something like that. Or Lesnar, watch out. Like, I, I may be the smaller guy, but I have my opportunity here, and I could, I could defeat you. But mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston over on SmackDown could have, done, could have done wonders with it. They could have had all three members of New Day hold the briefcase. They could have had all three members of New Day hold the WWE Championship. If only... If only. So, but solid so out of, view. Out of, yeah, out of Money in the Bank. Um, and also the, the Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey match, you go in there with low expectations. Wasn't a bad match. That's what she – but that's what – I think feel like that's what right, Ronda I mean, Rousey's going to do. She's right, going to – everyone's – like uh, WrestleMania. Everyone's like going there with low expectations. She might have had the match of the night. Yeah. Yeah, so she it's had, like, They had that one spot that I cringed at with uh, Jax hitting that Samoa drop. Yeah. Samoan drop. I said Samoa drop. But, uh, you in the mood for Girl but, Scout cookies? Say that again? You in the mood for Girl Scout cookies? Oh, Samoas. I yeah. wish. But uh, Which is kind of funny you say that, but we'll put a pin in it. Um, but Braun Strowman <laughs> and Alexa Bliss, 2018, Little Big, Team Little Big, the uh, Money in the Bank contract holders. Boom. They, they kind of made mention of it last week on Raw, and uh, it happened. 
And so it was awesome. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad pay per view at all. It was really good. Definitely the, the only. The only bad thing up there. The only bad thing was just the amount of time they had to set this pay per view up. That was the only thing. Meaning, oh, because it was like three months in between. It felt like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, even Braun Strowman in that match ran right through the ladder. Kevin Owens getting tossed off the, uh, off the top. Yeah. Through the tables and stuff. This was this was a really good match. They 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 ECW'd Braun Strowman with the ladders. <laughs> I thought that was really fun. Even the the very last like moments of the match, Kofi Kingston springboarded on springboarding onto Braun Strowman's back to climb up to try to grab the briefcase. That was a cool spot, dude. Like even like Rusev with the um, the what was it like a three man accolade? Yeah, or three. You got three in there. Man. So good. Everything yep. was good. You guys are awesome. Thanks for entertaining me. <laughs> well, not a problem. No, you don't get to accept that. Pray. Oh, I, I thought you, you were thanking us. Mm, definitely wasn't thanking you. I was oh, thanking Braun Strowman all the way down to Bludgeon Brothers. So. Yeah. Awkward. All the way down from Gargano and Champa to uh, Undisputed Era. Thanks for a great weekend of wrestling. Yeah. All right, let's get to Monday Night Raw now. Monday Night Nitro. Dave did did it better last week. I heard that, and I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Monday Night Nitro. Oh, yeah, he said Raw. I said Monday Night Raw. More like Monday Night Wrong. <laughs> Bam roasted, but you started off Monday Night Raw with Alexa Bliss's championship coronation, <laughs> which is funny. Angle goes because she demanded this. It's like, bro, you're the GM. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, you but don't. and it's funny because it's like they have the briefcase there, and then the women's championship as well. I think uh, at this point, the the briefcase kind of moot. Yeah. But uh, he announced Nia Jax won't be at Monday Night Raw, but she's getting her rematch for the Women's Championship at Extreme Rules. That's our next pay-per-view. And what is that? And then Ronda Rousey. Rousey came out, Bliss talking trash to her with uh, Angle caught up in the middle, and then finally Rousey has enough. She flips over Bliss. She ends up punching Kurt Angle and knocking him out with brief – well, not really knocking him out, but like – Hitting the the most awkward of hits with a briefcase. Pizza beats up all the referees, and she like jackknife power bombs. Uh, Dude, that was a really good jackknife power bomb. Yeah, it was. It looked like she was about to slip out, but that was a really good and one. She, for the she, Alexa Bliss was just like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> dead, laying in her arms. So we find out that Ronda Rousey is suspended for thirty days. Um. Hopefully this doesn't affect the the live events as well because Madison Square Garden is stuck in there somewhere in the seventh of July. Well, I think that she's going to be. I think the suspension is so she can do some promoting for the Hall of Fame for UFC. Yeah, but when is the Hall of Fame UFC? The UFC Hall of Fame. Jesus Christ. Not too sure. So, I mean, it's still. I mean, she's still booked for live events right now. So maybe things can change, but hopefully they don't. I know as far as the match itself, it's going to have to change because it's currently booked as the women's championship match, Jax versus Rousey. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe it'll just be Jax versus uh, Bliss then. 
I really, I really do hope that I get to see Rousey. Yeah, you can watch her on TV every week. Well, that's no, not every week. She's well, been yeah, for yeah, yeah. a month. I, I really do hope she's there, though. I think it's cool. I like to see people uh, have their Madison Square Garden debuts and stuff. So I'm a mark for MSG. There's no, I haven't, I haven't hid that. <laughs> so I like to see Garden history. There you go. Uh, first match of the night was history as well because you have a new Intercontinental Champion. Dolph Ziggler is your new Intercontinental Champion accepting the open challenge from Seth Rollins defeating Dude, Seth was, Rollins. I was getting ready for Jason Jordan to accept and be like, oh, hell no. No. And then Dolph Ziggler came out and Drew McIntyre came out, kind of made it seem like McIntyre was the one accepting. I, would have th- I would have, wouldn't mind Drew McIntyre. Not at all. It's like, does, does Ziggler just, like, throw the title out now like he did the last time? I was surprised that they actually went this route. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's weird, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. After the match, Ziggler and McIntyre hit the, uh, the zigzag and uh, Claymore combo. Yeah. And uh, sky's the limit for this, at least right now. I just want Elias to be champion. I know at Madison Square Garden it was supposed to be Elias versus Balor versus Rollins for the title, and I was like set because like MSG is associated with music for like Elias to pull out an upset victory and like win the championship at Madison Square Garden. But maybe we'll see Ziggler versus Rollins versus Elias now. I don't really see that happening, but I mean I don't really see Elias winning the title at MSG is what I mean. But we'll see. No. Next week, uh, Rollins gets his rematch on Raw. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up. Next, uh, 204 to, to zero. Bobby Roode claiming that uh, 204th slot for Kurt Hawkins. Keeping Kurt Hawkins on TV. I'm loving the. Uh, I'm loving it. What's going on right now? Yeah. I'm loving it. Yep. There we go. Then Braun Strowman comes out, talks about his money in the bank win. This monster in the bank. Sorry. Win. Sorry, Brandon. Mr. Monster in the bank, brother. <laughs> All right, Hogan. Yeah. So, and then Kevin Owens came out to try to, like, congratulate him and uh, kind of offer up services to Strowman to kind of watch his back. And Strowman goes and shakes his hand and then and then doesn't let go. Lifts up Kevin Owens to, to knock him down, but Owens escapes out of that. And, uh... It's it's interesting because Kevin Owens like <laughs> like I mean he tried to convince almost I mean I think everybody in that Money in the Bank match to to go against Strowman to team up and it's at first they tried to and then that didn't that didn't really work so up next on Monday Night Raw though the deleters of Worlds defeated Heath Slater and Rhino. Um, I think, I think my moment of my my favorite moment of Raw came from this, because before the match you had Curtis Axel dressed up like Matt Hardy on the on the entrance screen, mm-hmm. and you had Bo Dallas as Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that was interesting. It was funny. Yeah. So to see like, because I don't think they really look that much. I mean, they you could tell they're brothers, but they don't look that similar. But when he had that like beard and everything. It was like, it was uncanny. I showed people. 
I showed people that image. I showed people the image of that, and they were like, "Yes, yeah, so what are you showing me Bray Wyatt for?" I'm like, "That's Bo Dallas." And it's just like it's so good. I can't wait. I hope there's an ultimate deletion coming soon. What do you think the limit is to the B team? The sky. Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we had uh, another match. Jinder Mahal kind of sporting a new gimmick, saying he's going to be less angry like he uh, did when he came back, right? When he, when yeah, he, he, claimed, the... he claimed he was the, the real winner from Money in the Bank because he now has inner peace. Inner peace has been found. And yeah, he took and... that inner peace and he beat Chad Gable. Yeah. yeah another another point. Wrestler. It's not Brandon's favorite wrestler. <laughs> also, he is a really good wrestler. He is. He is. Um, and again, this was a point where I thought maybe Jason Jordan would return. Double so J. That didn't happen. I, I'm I'm all open for an American Alpha reunion. I'm also down for a Chad Gable push. I, yeah, I think a lot of people are ready for that. Yeah. Chad Gable push. Uh, next up, you had the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan picking up the victory over Bailey and Sasha Banks. Just does it so good, so well. Uh, got to say, another favorite part of Monday Night Raw for me kind of popped. Didn't realize when they were doing when they were trashing the backstage area. Sarah Logan had her eye painted. Huh? Yeah. Didn't even notice. Should her yeah, eye painted? Kinda, yeah, like Crazy Mary Dobson. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and wow. then and then she won. Wow! Oh, that's yeah, it. it. Awesome. She's she's gonna start painting her eyes. She's gonna win every match. Maybe as, but, as uh, she should. But the bigger thing to come from this is uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks continue to like fall out. Um, boy, Sasha Banks pushed Bailey over a- after the match, and Bailey basically tried to work it out backstage, and then beat up Sasha Banks, and then even later than that. She tried to apologize or whatever, and Banks just escaped via car, and Bailey threw a water bottle at it. Yeah. Hit so this, head. I mean, this could be <laughs> how many months we got? We're in June. Our next pay per view is July. After that is August. This could be like the seeds to a big Brooklyn homecoming of sorts. Could be at SummerSlam with Bailey and Sasha. But will it be? I I don't know. But they're obviously they're doing something here with them. Yeah. Well, up next, sure. Kurt Angle went to announce the next challenger for the undisputed, not undisputed, un Universal <laughs> Championship, uh, and and to the challenger for Brock Lesnar. But Roman Reigns came out, did his whole "I'm the rightful champion," blah blah blah, which he still really is. I mean, he really is though. Uh, and then Lashley came out as well and said, "I'm I want to be be Brock Lesnar. I could actually do it." Kind of dumb, but whatever. The Re- revival came out, which was like everything I wanted for Monday Night Raw. And then obviously, I mean, Roman Reigns made fun of the revival, but it was really good. It was fun, and then it, it turned into a tag team match in true tag team fashion. But but what really before we even speak about that tag team match. The the actual fact that the match at Extreme Rules this year is a is I'm assuming a scramble match, 
for number one contendership of the Universal Championship, they did the same exact thing last year. And Joe, that's the match that Joe ended up winning. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's it's true. like, that's like, how do you repeat the same match for the same title ship in the same, like, it just doesn't make sense. Creativity. So Lashley and Roman Reigns teamed up to defeat the Revival. I, I Obviously, I wish the Revival won, but that clearly wasn't going to happen. Nah, no. Uh, but, like, even in this match, like, Lashley picked up the victory. He tagged himself in as Roman Reigns went to hit the, the spear. He tagged himself in, hits the final spear, picks up the victory, and I still feel like Roman Reigns did everything in this match. Yeah, but they they didn't have to win this match. I mean, they could have they could have lost well, and blamed each other. Kind of, but it, it's still this is the dumbest thing though. They're the the thing that they're not. They're, I don't know how to tell them to build up Lashley properly. Tweet to them. They just killed him like a whole month with that Sami Zayn feud. It's just yeah, they did. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I I don't know. I, yeah, I don't get it. You know what's uh, unfortunate also? Mojo Raleigh getting the victory over No Way Jose. Dude, I, when they showed No Way Jose coming out and they're like, and his opponent, No Way Jose, I'm like, okay, but who's No Way Jose's opponent? And then they show to the they they do a quick glimpse of the ring. I'm like, what? Mojo's on Raw? I completely forgot he was on Monday Night Raw. That's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, and the big thing from this is the fact that Mojo says that uh, that it used to be about staying hype. Now it's about being uh, or staying focused. I don't, I don't know where it's leading to. I don't know where it's leading to either. I want No Way Jose to be better used, comma, used better. There we go. But up next, Elias performed a full song, and it didn't get interrupted. And it's like I... Again, I I just want his CD. I want to download it. I want In to buy time. it. You don't. You're not gonna buy the physical copy, so they can get. If if so, then you can that, get it uh, autographed with a what what color paint pen would you get on Elias' signature with? It, Brandon? It would, I mean, I, I assume I assume his uh, his album is gonna be like fully black okay. or like a black and white scheme. So it'd be a nice silver. Okay. Silver sharpie. But uh, I'm hoping WWE Shop sells physical copies that are autographed come come the release of the album. Wow. Wow. See, I, I stopped doing that, so that's a bam roasted. All right, cool. Main event. <laughs> the main event, we saw Constable Corbin teaming up with Kevin Owens to defeat Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. I think this uh, the Constable Corbin thing is actually uh, making me interested in him. Yeah. Good gimmick. I like that he picked up the victory. Yeah. I, li- I like that it was like... I like the end of days. Yeah. Always a fan of it. And uh, I like the team of Kevin Owens and, and Corbin, as well as the team of Strowman and, and Finn Balor. Yeah, and I continue to like the interaction of Owens and Strowman. Yeah, I, even like in their backstage segment earlier, it was like they were like, "Oh, you can't even tell when there's a monster behind you," and he like gets frightened. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, so that was um, uh, SmackDown. Moving over to Tuesdays. Moving over to the blue brand, we got Carmella opening up SmackDown to celebrate her title defense. Rightfully so. 
And she bragged about defeating Charlotte Flair. She bragged about defeating Asuka. And then Asuka's music hits. And I pop because, like, you could clearly tell that was Ellsworth. Yeah. But damn, that's awesome. I was disappointed when she came out and Ellsworth wasn't, Ellsworth wasn't there. You thought maybe it was just, like, a one-off thing? <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be a one-off thing, but I did. I wasn't sure if we would see him on SmackDown because he wasn't with her then. But as soon I, as as soon as Asuka, in air quotes, came out, I was like, oh, okay, thank God. I feel like my fandom for Ellsworth, it was oh, yeah. really low. It was extremely but, low, Dave. Yeah. You were getting to the bottom of that salt and vinegar bag of uh, Lay's oh, potato chips with him. I, I, I mean, I was very, very salty and stuff, but I got to say, I feel like my fandom went up a lot after he followed us on Twitter. Um, now he, he's a great wrestler, and I really think they should never let go of him. Yeah, dude, and I'm gonna be so furious if he doesn't make 2K19. He, he leaves, has. he gets fired like right after the fact that where he could have been in it or on the roster, and then comes back right after like the the time in between where he maybe definitely won't make the the damn cut. Yeah, Ellsworth, please be in 2K19. But uh, he, this segment ends. Oscar uh, comes out. The real Oscar comes out. She kicks Ellsworth, and Carmella kicks her. And then Carmella dragged Ellsworth out. Ellsworth out. Yeah. Ellsworth beforehand. Ellsworth says no. No one was ready for Ellsworth. That should be a shirt. And he's, and he's doing that that wink thing, which I think is funny. <laughs> it's yeah. so great. Just so like sarcastic and everything. I, I it's yeah. great. Yeah, definitely one of the the highlights of this week was James Ellsworth's return to WWE. Unexpectedly wanted. Up next was Becky Lynch defeating Billy Kay. Uh, the Iconics cutting a fantastic promo again before their match. As um, usual. Which, again, I tweeted this out. I really want Billy Kay and Peyton Royce to call me a loser. <laughs> like, I want them to, like, roast me completely because they're awesome. But, Did you get uh, your Iconic shirt yet, Brandon? I'm not. I I think I decided against that. Okay. Yeah. Cool, bro. But you never know down the line. I was I was fully against getting the uh, the Vince McMahon mugshot Brooklyn T-shirt, and then one day, <laughs> it made its way into Brandon's shop zone cart or <laughs> WWE shop cart, and made its way to my house. Yep. So Becky Lynch picks up the Debbie. I uh, I kind of think uh, next week we're going to see Peyton Royce versus Becky Lynch. I don't know if it was actually announced or not, but uh, I'm down to see the Iconics wrestle on SmackDown. I'm I'm down for them to be on weekly programming, monthly pay-per-views, kickoff shows, everything. The whole nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> yes, Sorry. completely necessary. But, took it too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up. Next was wow. ain't no thing like a chicken wing. Jeff, mm-hmm. this happened. Was uh, Jeff Hardy in a backstage segment facing uh, away from the camera in a dark room, blue light shining on him, kind of saying how Nakamura. Brandon, the light shining on him in his room. Well, uh, I basically like just talking about Nakamura and how uh, he's kind of opened his eyes or whatever, but like. It's almost as if Jeff Hardy is now breaking. Back to Jeff Hardy before he left WWE? Yeah, it almost seemed sort of something like that. But uh, at first I popped big time because I thought Jeff Hardy's face was painted. And then like light 
flash. He like moved his arm and like normal shining light seemed to be on his face. And I was like, oh, it's just it's just normal face. It's just blue light or whatever. And then he turns around and his face was actually painted and I popped big time. And he had the like the eyelids painted and like he goes, my eyes are open. And then he opens his eyes and he's got like the the contacts in where his eyes are white. That always freaked me out. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped that this version of Jeff Hardy's about to come out on Jeff SmackDown. Har- Jeff Harvey. Did I say that? I didn't say that. Right? Yeah, you just you just did. You did. I didn't say Jeff Harvey. You yeah, did. you'll hear when you listen back. No, there's no way I said Jeff Harvey. You're thinking really quickly. Slow down a little. <laughs> so, uh, to to kind of just group Nakamura's promo in here with this, um, he kind of warned Jeff Hardy. Not to cross him. There it is again, Jeff Harvey. And uh, kind of mentioned, it kind of made it seem like uh, the thing with AJ Styles isn't over. All right, cool. And I honestly, based off that promo, I just want to be friends with Nakamura. Why? <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a super cool dude that he'd like be cool to hang out with. What are you going to go surfing and drink wine? No, with him? that's the thing, though. I'm not going to go surfing. He drinks wine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm He's going to drink wine with him. No, I'm not going to drink wine with him. I'll just like chill and like. Watch him you know, drink just, just lamp, you know? Just relax, chill. Did you say just lamp? Yeah, lamping. Just chilling what's, out. Maxim, what's, maxim. what's that mean? Lamping. Lampinelli? Yes. What's, I'm going to sit lamp- there and tell jokes about my... <laughs> <laughs> what does lamping mean? You just chill out. You max, you relax, man. All right, cool. Um, you had a backstage promo for Renee Young and Daniel Bryan. Uh, after this, you had the Usos come in the ring and talk about SmackDown Live. Yeah, yeah and it was a good promo. Yeah, they, they've, been, they've, been, they've been finding their strides after this whole heel turn. Now they're baby faces, but we don't know what they okay. are now. We don't know what okay. they are now. What? Quite disappointed here, based off the the fact that it was supposed like they announced, oh, we're going to have the Usos versus Sanity. And they did. Saturday Saturday makes their uh, SmackDown Live debut and beats the living holy heck out of the Usos. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that they even made that announcement, but I'm happy to see them debut. Dude, it was was short, but it was still a really good segment. And aside from the fact that we were, I mean, basically spoiled of of their main roster debut, this was great. Except I have to say the 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 camera cuts. Can you not do that? Can you not do that at all? I felt like I was going to throw up watching their camera cuts. Their their entrance was ridiculous. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I need Kevin Dunn to listen to this in his headset and and not. All right. Uh, you had a rematch after this for Which the made no sense. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Bludgeon Brothers defeated Gallows and Anderson. Meh. Good match. It's, it made no sense, but it was a good match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think, like, they put the SmackDown tag team titles on, like, on the side for two months. They did nothing with them, and now maybe things are going to start finally picking up. Maybe. Who knows? There was like a pin in that. They were just like, "Oh, by the way, Bludgeon Brothers, you guys are now the tag team champions, but we're not going to show you on TV for like months." Yeah. Yeah. So. What will come from that? Who knows? Up next, the main event of SmackDown was a gauntlet match to determine the next number one contender for the WWE Championship. And rightfully so. 
DJ Styles at Extreme Rules, and yes, rightfully so. It's Rusev Day. Rusev is the best. Rusev number one. Yeah. yeah. Rusev effectively, not not really, but defeats Big E, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, and Miz. Very well, Daniel, happy. Well, Daniel Bryan defeats Big E. Yeah. Then you have Samoa Joe defeated by Daniel Bryan. And well, then, he got counted. What? He got counted out. Yeah. And then Harper and Rowan come in and take out Daniel Bryan, and the Miz Which, runs in and eliminates Daniel Bryan. That that part and there, Miz. that made no sense. Where like even during Daniel Bryan's entrance, they had that the aftermath of the tag team match. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan came out and like the the music stopped. He had to stop yesing and then like got like a stare down between the Bludgeon Brothers. Didn't quite make sense. Kind of pop for it though because it was a Wyatt family reunion. Oh, Um, and that didn't didn't even register to me. Yeah, and then during the the actual match, uh, Bludgeon Brothers attacked him, which again makes no sense. But again, kind of popping for him because it's a Wyatt family thing. Yeah, that didn't even register to me. So I don't know where that's actually going to go. I guess like it'll hold over. But maybe Daniel Bryan's gonna find himself a partner, but it's also in the same sense like you had Miz. Oh, don't say that, man. Why would you say that? Why would you even say that? Seriously, I'm kind of ticked off at you right now. It's not hard to tick you off, dude. But like, it's Randy Orton. We don't need Randy Orton on this, like, in this vicinity. Cool, dude. Now I'm gonna be worried if it's actually Randy Orton. I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> but it's like in the same sense here during the match, like Miz quickly scooped up that victory which i liked because it's like they could have obviously they could have given us a full lengthy match or whatever but this is like planting the seeds to even more so like in the promo that we i mean basically skipped over daniel bryan said he's going to be facing what three superstars i think so three yeah and and renee goes oh but there's four and he goes well Miz isn't really great or whatever. So whatever he said, it was like shade towards Miz. Mm-hmm. So it's like that just adds to it. Maybe Miz paid the Bludgeon Brothers. Probably not, but who knows? So Miz picking up that quick victory was good. And then and then obviously I didn't expect – I kind of expected Miz to, to take it. But Rusev did. So we'll see Rusev versus AJ Styles at Extreme Rules. Yeah, and, and it's like as much. I feel like we've seen a million gauntlet matches so far in 2018, uh, but this one was definitely super enjoyable. Very yeah, good episode man. of Monday Night Raw. Very good episode of SmackDown, and it's been weeks. Like, uh, what was it? Two weeks ago. All I wanted to, all I cared about was talking about soup. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel like talking about Monday Night Raw or we SmackDown. Didn't, we didn't even hear how your week was this week, Brandon, because we just got right into the news and everything like that. Yeah, that's right. I know. Did you crush Happy Hour? Uh, no, I did last week, though. Yeah, Chris mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I made sure I mentioned it. So that's our WWE talk for this week. Uh, let's hit a little break, Ski, because we've been going for about an hour now. Um, and we'll come back, and we'll do some Outside the Ring stuff here on Marking Out. It's time! It's time! It's Vader! Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, it's the outside the ring news section of the show. And we'll start off with a surprising release from WWE. Uh, Colin Cassidy, Big Cass, 
whatever you want to call him, has uh, been fired. Not wish the best of his luck in future endeavors. Um, very like interesting. What? Like yeah, right. Like how do you how do you release somebody and not wish somebody the best of luck in their future endeavors? There has um, to have been something backstage wise. Well, did you see all the news and stuff? No. For over the past, oh well, when he had that match against that little person, that oh, was I heard Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he apparently that entire beatdown post match wasn't supposed to happen, and he pitched that idea to creative, and they turned him down. They said, "No, do not do that after your match." And then he even went further and spoke to Vince McMahon about that. Saying that he wanted to beat this guy down after his match, it, it wasn't and, it wasn't a match though, right? It was just a no, beat it was, down. yeah, it was just a beatdown. But even after he did it, he wanted to continue it. And I guess Vince McMahon told him, "Don't do it." And he went out and proceeded to still do it. So he was in the doghouse from that. And then add on to everything, I guess when he was on tour, what last week or whatever, or a week and a half ago. Rumor has it is that he got a little bit too drunk, and I guess at some point he was using the bathroom on the tour bus, and the tour bus door wouldn't open, and he thought he was getting ribbed, so he ended up kicking the door down, and nobody was ribbing him, it was just the door was jammed. He ended up breaking down the door on the coach bus, so everybody else on the coach bus wasn't able to use the bathroom, and if they did, they would have to do it with the... uh, without uh, any privacy. So take those two stories with a grain of salt, whether or not they're true or not. But if they're true, that's why. Also, I I heard this was like a while ago. I think it was like after Enzo was released that uh, allegedly as well, people like backstage weren't a fan of him and his love of the president of the United States of America. Especially, I mean... I don't think maybe Vince McMahon would have an issue with that since his wife does work in the president's like cabinet or whatever she does. Where did you get that from? I heard this was a long time ago. Hold on, though. Hold on. You're telling me Big Cass got stuck in a a room as and and Carmella also got stuck in a room this year? Yeah, bathroom. What are the odds of that? Remember she got trapped in her hotel room? Oh, yeah, that's right. I do remember that she like Instagrammed her entire th- entire thing. Because it's like, what do you do if you get stuck in a hotel room? You call downstairs. Hey, I'm stuck in my hotel room. <laughs> yeah, I, I I doubt the political aspect one though. I would go with the other ones over the political because I'm sure he's not the only person. So it kind of yeah. seemed like kind of seemed like there were a lot of Trump supporters at that Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but all right, regardless. Well, that's one for but well, he'll he, get picked up somewhere. He's going to get picked up somewhere, but hopefully he learns from his mistakes. And and, hopefully, and don't get into the rap game. Don't get into the rap game. Hopefully he does come back to WWE. The dude has great potential to be something. Yeah, I guess it, it's it sucks after after SummerSlam that that Monday August back back last year in Barclays Center that uh, that injury really. Really, kind of took a toll on his career. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, he was injury prone, and just one after the other after the other was keeping him down. Who knows what that played? Uh, maybe that played an impact on his mentality a little bit. I think they mentioned that on Total Divas too. That he was like kind of depressed because he was injured. I mean, wouldn't you be depressed if you 
had a position with the company and now you're just getting injured after injured and you I mean I totally get it but yeah. uh, other WWE news AJ Styles is going to be on the cover of WWE 2K19 yep and I still never got the DLC pack for 2K18 for the Switch that's, so. that's pathetic dude you should write to 2K and tell them to like yeah I would write to them. Give dude. me my money back. I don't even. I don't even care anymore. They they may just so, give you the new game. No, they won't. At, no, they won't. Discount. No, they won't. So, um, I was so sure that Ronda Rousey would be the the cover star I'm of Two K nineteen. I'm happy she's not. It's awesome that AJ Styles is. Because um, he's pro a wrestling gamer. Sh- pro wrestling sheet, I believe, said that there was a commercial filmed for. 2K19, featuring AJ Styles, featuring Rousey, and featuring Rey Mysterio. Yeah, apparently I read today, uh, allegedly, Rey Mysterio is working on like a three-year deal with WWE. So my thoughts are, with AJ Styles being announced as the cover star, maybe Ronda Rousey is the the pre-order bonus, and Rey Mysterio may end up being a collector's edition. Where you would get like a collector figure statue that's autograph a, with Rey Mysterio. That's a good and breakdown. Hopefully, like I, I'm, if Rey Mysterio is in 2K19, I'm shooting for at least three different Mysterios. <laughs> and then Brandon's I'm, gonna make 20 others. No, no, no. I'm just gonna. I'll keep the the three, but like I'll maybe download an extra attire or something. But like I'm hoping for. Like an ECW, um, WCW era version. Okay. I'm hoping for a WWE era one with like 2002 Rey Mysterio. And then I'm hoping for a 2018 version where he's got the the, the old era tights but with the shirt on or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm just happy to hear that. Also, it was, it, was a, it was a standard Rey Mysterio mask. It was it was a tiger the lion the lion mask and a, a standard Ray Mysterio mask. Okay, yeah, from that just came to me that <laughs> you guys didn't know what it was last week. Sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, speaking of other video games, though, we spoke about it last week on the show is New Day versus the Elite and Street Fighter Five at E3, and the Elite came out on top. Kenny Omega defeated Xavier Woods, uh, and yeah. You'll see New Day on an episode of Being the Elite coming soon. I think it just came out the other uh, day. Yeah, it came out. Yeah, yeah, they're on this week. And uh, what a what a time for that. I mean, that was awesome just to see the two of them interacting, cutting promos against each other even. Dude, even the fact that you had Kenny Omega, which I don't think WWE intended to in, 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 in the first place, but you had them upload a hidden gem to the network. Yes, they, they intentionally did that. No, no, I don't think they intended to prior to the the the, the promotion of this. Uh-huh. They, 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 they uploaded they did a it. Penny Omega promo from Deep South. Yeah. And like, like, I don't think this was going to be a scheduled thing until it started picking up traction. So they like, may oh, have just have, known about it. We have a Kenny Omega thing. Let's put it up on the network. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. They could have also easily done the whole thing where the Young Bucks were dressed as uh, <laughs> H3K and Triple H. but Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Wow. Uh, speaking of... But that's actually on the network, I'm assuming. That's on an episode of Monday Night Raw, so... Another thing we spoke about last week was Ring of Honor possibly 
booking a show at Madison Square Garden. That's not happening because apparently WWE got their hands on Madison Square Garden before uh, Ring of Honor could book it. So, I still I would I would bet it's not WWE blocking it though. Yeah, listen, they like to have their hands on everything. So, I just I don't see because I don't see. Although I guess it was rumored that it wasn't going to be the actual arena; it was going to be the theater. Okay. Yeah. So that's more likely for a Ring of Honor show. But um, who, who knows what what went on? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we'll see AAA there. Who knows? We'll, we'll just we'll, be wrestling fan things. Well, somewhere that we're going to be seeing WWE is in Australia now. Crikey. Yeah, this was uh, kind of announced, but not announced back when they did the uh, Saudi Arabia date. And it's going to be at the, what was it, the, the cricket? The Melbourne Cricket Grounds. Which I believe is 100,000 people. Yeah. Or, or could pack 100,000 people. So um, it were, they announced Triple H versus Undertaker for some reason. Because why not? Necessary, not necessary at all. Um, but still but awesome. Have, yeah, one last time. Triple H versus The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels is announced for it. There's been rumors that he said that he will have he could have one more match or whatever. He'd come back for it. I don't think this will be the case for Shawn Michaels here. Nope. Maybe we'll just see HBK as a guest ref again. Who knows? You better have the right. Daisy Dukes on. That's but it, but it says featuring almost every WWE superstar from today's roster plus legends. So I will see who will who they're bringing <coughs> to Australia. Excuse me, <coughs> excuse me. Maybe it's, maybe it's Hulk Hogan's big return to the company. Maybe you never know. Got to sell those hundred k tickets. Yeah, um, Charlotte Flair is going to be in the body issue of ESPN the magazine this year. Cool. I know Brandon. Did, to her. Yeah, I know Brandon's going to. Brandon already has a pre-order like he did his China Playboy. <laughs> That's not. I was like ten years old when that thing came out. Your dad didn't, your dad didn't take you over to the smoke, the, the smoke shop. And my go, son, my dad bought that issue at WWF New York. That's really or awkward. WWE New York, and he gives the he goes to buy. I think it was at. I think it was there. It had to have been because I was with him, and he goes. Uh, and I still remember the woman asking for his ID, and she go and he goes, "I don't look old enough." <laughs> <laughs> No, and she funny. goes, oh, no, you definitely do. Uh, <laughs> she goes, you definitely do, but we still have to check. Oh, boy. Um, and uh, Sammy Zane was injured. Apparently he's going to Birmingham to talk to Dr. James Andrews about a uh, knee and uh, elbow or shoulder soldier injuries that have been nagging. So That's not good. I know. And, I think he, he's, and he's been doing good with the heel roll, so. Nah, anytime anybody brings up James Andrews, you know it's not going to end well. I mean, absolutely. That's same thing with any sport, though. Um, um, biggest outside the ring news, I think, this week. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Go, Brandon. I would agree with you. you. Uh, okay. Oh, you can agree with me, so I can talk about it. Yeah. Go for it. Go. Oh man, Gary Sanchez just tied the game. Great. My God, that's the greatest news ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NXT is expanding. NXT is expanding to the UK uh, this week in correlation with the taping of the uh, second annual United Kingdom tournament. Which sucks, by the way. Uh, they have, I, they I, have I, announced I it. Okay, let me talk about this first before you, okay. stereotypical Yankee uh, beat wrestling fan, go nuts over <laughs> You don't even know what no, he no. is right now. I, no, I'm just disappointed it wasn't live on the network. 
I'm less inclined to watch the United Kingdom Championship tournament because it wasn't live. But anyway, NXT UK. That's what's happening. Johnny Saints, if you don't know who Johnny Saints is, go look him up because he is incredible. And he still is incredible. I think he wrestled Quackenbush a couple of years ago. Um, I'm excited for this. I don't know what kind of contract they're going to have all these UK NXT guys under. But it'll be interesting. And look, you know, WWE is a worldwide audience, so they're expanding all over the world. Also, and it's like, did they open up a, a performance center? Maybe they're doing something with Progress or uh, ICW or something like that, IWC. I don't know. But. It's possible. I mean, I, I agree with Brandon that I'm not going to probably, I'm less likely to watch it because it's not live, though. But and it, it sucks because weekly NXT is not live. It. Yeah, well, that I don't watch live. Same. I mean, I am excited to hear about some of the talent that are on there, but I'm gonna I'll catch it whenever I catch it, maybe on YouTube. Nice, but that's probably it. Um, and I think the last thing we want to talk about was if you don't like being spoiled about things, close your ears right now. Okay. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what did I tell you? Sorry. Don't do the voice. You don't get to do voices. Only one person gets to do voices on the show. Yeah, well, me. Chris. <laughs> yeah, um, Chris, do your voices. <laughs> um, we have new NXT Tag Team Champions, Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate defeated the Undisputed Era at the WWE United Kingdom Tournament in a tag match. I'm about it. I feel like maybe they were supposed to win the Dusty Cup this year, but they didn't because Tyler Bate got injured. So, yeah. Yeah, think about that now. Wow. But it still it still is kind of stupid that it's like like you could have done it on a live program. I still think that should have all been live. I don't know why it wasn't. Maybe like maybe they didn't think people would tune in on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was taped on. Well, they would they don't want to inter- interfere at Raw. Hey, while this is going no, no, on right now. It wasn't it wasn't during Raw though. I think it was it was all during the day prior. Okay, and and I think I, like I don't know why they just didn't schedule it for a Sunday, and a sat- Saturday Sunday two double shot. I really enjoyed the the UK Championship tournament last time they did it. Yeah, it was it was fun to like sit there at a random time during the day, just like the Beast in the East. And wake when up they, at five o'clock in Japan. It was fun. Yeah, I like when Dave and I watched Wrestle Kingdom. I enjoyed that. It's an experience, and you don't really you don't get that often as a wrestling fan. What I want to do, what I want to do it for WrestleMania? Hell yes. no, absolutely, absolutely not. Yes, yes. As long as it's not five, seven hours, it's gonna be obviously eight hours. Well, then nope. Yeah, I'll, I'll tune in for two of out two of the hours, and then I'm good. I like the fact that there's new I mean, NXT this, Tag Team Champions. This past pay per view, I think, it was five hours, but. Yeah, it's it's it's. We should see where it goes before. I mean, we. I should see where it goes before I like really ultimately dislike it. Yeah, because when we were texting about it, you were trying to start an argument with me about it. Well, no, because I was just saying it doesn't make sense. You were you were saying that like, oh, this is great because now they're the UK. Like they're they're going to be great for the UK. Yeah, absolutely. You have you. But that's not. but, But no, you already have you have established 
NXT talent that you can bring onto this NXT UK program and bring the NXT tag team titles along with them. It doesn't matter if they're the UK or the North American or the Guatemalan. It's but, they they still they, have they, they still have a branded NXT title coming along with these two UK guys. Right, but they announced that they're going to have the the UK tag team titles as so, well as the UK women's title. So maybe they'll so they're not, maybe they're they'll not maybe they'll lunder blaze the tag titles and just drop Ooh, them in the garbage. No and Wait, show they're going to do a women's title too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, they have the three. They have obviously they have the UK championship, and then the tag team, and then the women's. That's cool. Idea. And I know I know a lot of people are complaining like, oh, this is like how many champions do we need in WWE? We already have this with NXT, blah blah. blah. But what they're not understanding is this is a completely separate like brand. This is a I different know. entity. It's like two like two hundred five five, right? Even though they have one title, yeah, and they'll have they'll have. But, but it's more so it's more so like the if you look at the NWA with like a territory like you have you have NXT Florida, you have NXT UK, NXT Chile. So it's like you need those titles. Yeah. And then maybe maybe sometimes we'll see the North American champion fly over to United Kingdom and defend the title there. Maybe sometimes we'll see the United Kingdom champion. Yeah, they have to. They would have to like name like the pay per view if that happened, like NXT Revolutionary Challenge. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like we, we don't know what's to come. The of red this. coats are coming. The red coats are coming. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see uh, European champions. Maybe they'll do over. it in Boston and call it NXT Boston Tea Party. That's actually a cool idea. I like it. And yeah, the, the promo promo shot is uh, Adam Cole tipping over a bunch of tea, like creates a tea over a thing, and there's just Pete Dunn, like a red coat, holding the title in his mouth. Oh man! But that would be like '90s WWE posters. I don't know. NXT UK is going to be awesome. I'm all about it. it. Maybe it's- maybe we spoke about Cassius Ono. Maybe we'll see him appear at the events. There they we have, go. They have a bunch of taping scheduled for this year, so. You get possible. your tickets. Yeah, check it out if you're over there in the UK. Anything else we got to talk about? Uh... I bought an Xbox. Cool. <laughs> anyway, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It is time for shameless plugs. Make sure that you go check out the bad boy himself, Joey Janella at Janella Baby. He has just been announced as the sixth entrant of Ebola. As we've been recording, he was just announced. So that's awesome news. Very happy about that. Also, make sure you go check out Dalton Castle's YouTube show, Planet Peacock. He uh, just released a new episode, and it's him touring London with uh, Ring of Honor and all the adventures that he goes on while in London. Also, make sure you go check out. I've sp- we've spoken about his um, documentary so many times. Kenny Johnson. He puts on amazing. He creates amazing documentaries on pro wrestlers, um, all the indie wrestlers, and what you may not know about them, what you may not see. And I think that he's really talented. And he actually just put out one following Mike uh, Mike Paro's journey. And it's about Mike Paro and him coming out as a gay athlete. And, I mean, specifically a pro wrestler. He speaks about his um, just breaking into the business and stuff. And then the impact at the tragedy at the Pulse nightclub, how that affected him. 
and just being a role model for a lot of the young, uh, young adults out there and other athletes struggling with their sexuality. And it's really awesome, man. Uh, Mike Paro has been really making a name for himself at Evolve and everything like that with the end. Um, go ch- go follow Paro at Paro underscore. And then for Kenny, make sure you go check out at Ken Johnson 1028. And on Twitter, you can go find the, um, the documentary. Go check out and I highly suggest it. So, hey, Chris, you got a match of the week? Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Why, yes, I do, David. Thank you for introducing me. Um, short and sweet Match of the Week this week is Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream from NXT TakeOver Chicago 2. Highly recommend it if you haven't seen it already. And if you have seen it already, you know how awesome it is. So, short and sweet, go check it out. Brandon, because I know this is going to be a really long one. Who are you? Well, Shout- yeah, it is. You, it is. Don't well, lie. Kind of. <laughs> Shout out. A friend of mine said the other day that Barack Obama was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout outs. Okay, so the first shout out goes to the Wonder Years opening scene from the from the pilot episode. Just because I really like the song Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds. And I like the, the voiceover part by Daniel Stern. I don't know. You, I, I always go for the, the Beatles. For the Would Beatles version? If I nah. sang. Well, well, I mean, it's not the Beatles version. First of all, <laughs> Joe yeah. Cocker's version of With a Little Help from My Friend or whatever by my friends has nothing to do with what I just said. No, so, but so it's the opener. Yeah, but that's not – but not in the pilot episode. In the pilot episode yeah, it is – Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I'm saying so. in general, I, I prefer the With a yeah, Little Help I, from My Friends. From I figured – I fig- I definitely prefer Joe Cocker over the Beatles 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying Joe Cocker over the who is it? The birds? No, it's the birds did turn, turn, turn. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with Joe Cocker. Yeah. So yeah, I figured summer. This is a nice little summer show. You could binge that or whatever. Uh, next shout out goes to Journey, Hall and Oates, as well as Train, um, because they all had signed merchandise to purchase at <laughs> the the concerts I went to. It sucks. Like they didn't have combined tour merch at all which i felt like journey and def leppard they had the logo and everything they definitely should have sold uh posters with the logo on it together and the dates and hall and oats and train also had a logo that they should have sold posters of but for whatever reason none of them did but journey sold signed cds which was cool hall and oats had assigned uh a bunch of signed merch and so did uh, a train had a signed poster so i needed to get a, a signed poster yeah i did i got those three, I got signed merch from them. Nice. How much did that run you? Uh, like maybe 175-ish. Oi, brother. Yeah, but it's signed. I think it's cool. I like to own things like that. And yeah. uh, last but definitely not least, freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. Hell yeah! That was the pin. You, got, you had mentioned cookies earlier. <laughs> Girl Scout kind, but... Uh, Freshly baked chocolate chip cookies are like the, I think they're the best kind of cookie. Everyone should eat them. Everyone should enjoy them. Sick. Those are my shout outs. Sick. And let's get to it. Our. 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 Mark out moment of the week. 
mark out moment of the week. We have a lot of them. Yeah, who's going to kick it off? Should we round robin this? Yeah, fine. I start my germs. Okay. PCO. Yeah. First entry of Bola. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I, uh, last week, while everybody in my family fell asleep after we had a riveting drive to Sesame Place, I sat in our hotel room and watched every single PCO promo that he posts. They're amazing. (laughs) They're awesome. They're so good. Well, he he responded to my tweet saying, I guess he has like an entire vault of a bunch of them. So thank goodness. Yeah, he responded to my tweet too. Yeah. I said, these are awesome. And he's like, Chris, thanks, brother. It made my day. I'm like, see, <laughs> you know what? That's – and I marked out for that too. I'm like, that is something. Because it's know? like, dude, who would have thought a reinvention like this would have come from a 90s superstar? You know, and, and apparently Destro is now getting booked too. <laughs> Yeah, he's never booked with PCO. It's always PCO, but never him. But I told I I think like how you said that about his, he he responded to me. He responded to you. PCO on Twitter is what also sets him so high and above a lot of other people. He responds to almost every single person that tweets him. And, and, and if he, you if you don't know PCO by the initials, it's Pierre Carole. Yeah, one half of the Quebecers. Yeah, yep. no one cares about the other guy. <laughs> it's all about PCO now. Here's the Mountie. I used to. Do you guys remember watching him back then? Or Brandon didn't watch, but he Chris, was in Brawl for All. We were talking about yeah. Brawl for All last week. I, I was like, I Wikipedia'd. I'm like, oh man, PCO was in oh, it. Oh, dude, I, I forgot mean, that. Yeah, I used to like the uh, his feud with Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. And, dude, what do you mean nobody cares about Jacques? He's part of the commentary team. Who oh, yeah, no cares about him still? I and think I he fought. should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, PCO? No, the Mountie. No. Oh, wait. Hold on. Jacques's not. Ray Ray is. His brother is. Yeah. <laughs> so never mind. Yeah. But, yeah, so you mentioned PCO. I, the guy's awesome. And all those promos, dude, he, he like... It's they're, so, such, they're, so, they're so insane. Yeah, they're like... Rip they're a like deck of cards in my mouth. They're like shock entertainment. Yeah. It's It's great. All right. What about you? Brandon? What about you, Brandon? So I think I've mentioned a bunch of them. That being like the elite versus New Day, seeing all that stuff. Yeah, it was gonna be the um, it was gonna be the picture of the week this week. But I um, I made a yeah. I made the picture of the week this week. It was better. Yeah, it was launch. going. To, well, you made it with the suggestion from Dave, <laughs> which was the suggestion based off of images that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the picture of the week was basically going to combine the elite versus New Day. Um, Velveteen Dream and Prince Puma tights, James Ellsworth, as well as Keith something Lee. else that I forget. Oh, yeah, Keith Lee, we didn't even mention. Yeah, Keith yeah, Lee Keith. is on his way. His retirement's over. Yeah. Time to bask in his glory. Oh, man. Yeah, so along with that, obviously, Jeff Hardy having his face painted. And uh, something from 205 Live, you had Buddy Murphy versus Hideo Itami versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, Atami won the match, but before that, Ali had Murphy and Atami stacked up and did the 450 splash on to both of them, and I thought that was awesome. Very. And he cool, also at one cool. point, I think it was to, I think it was to Murphy. He did the the Spanish fly off of the announce table. Okay. So if you, yeah, if you that, was, that was cool. If you haven't done so, check out that triple threat match from 205 Live. What is this brand new so, match of the week? Also, big time, huge popping. Uh, I think this might be the third time or second time now. 
the Lucha House Party has a pet pinata with Drew Gulak's face on it called Penelope, I think. Okay. <laughs> and I think it's the funniest thing. That like might be one of my favorite things of 2018 is the little pinata that they walk on a leash. <laughs> yeah. It's a good gimmick. Um, I'm also going to add in there that I totally marked out for David Arquette returning to pro wrestling and also appearing on Sean's uh, uh, YouTube show in the hot tub. How does it feel that like we got invited to a hot tub that David Arquette's been in? <laughs> I know. I, I actually really do want to like <laughs> hang out in the hot tub and stuff. But go follow Sean at the Sean's two cents and you can go find his youtube channel and watch his interview with david arquette i marked out for that nice yeah yeah, yeah it was it was a good interview with arquette as well and yeah and i and i think it was a good, po- a good podcast this week i i agree with you all right what? just kidding yeah all right and uh yeah i think that's it for our show this week so uh MarkingOut.com, subscribe, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, me on Twitter is Chris Swindog, Brandon on Twitter is BTTG161, Dave on Twitter is DaveTheRave underscore MO. Next week we have another road to another pay-per-view, so we'll talk about it then, and until then... We wish you, wish you the the best luck in your future endeavors. And we'll see you next week on this podcast.